This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 77, Document Your Truth. Welcome back, friends. I'm Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend and my co-host, Becky Proudfit. What up? And we are, um, once again, very delighted to be with you. Really grateful that you're tuning in. And this is what you might remember is kind of the follow-up to an episode that, Becky, you felt really inspired to do a little bit back. It was episode 72 called Identify Your Truth. You might remember that one. I do remember that one. In fact. <laughs> you better remember it. And it was in that episode that um, that I felt like, okay, all of the clarity was coming, rushing down through my spine. And I could tell that what I was going to do was a follow-up to that, which is this one, Document Your Truth. So what an honor to be with you. And I really, I love knowing that so many people in our community love documenting, right? It looks different for everyone, but documenting is documenting no matter how you do it. And you know, it's such a passionate topic for me and for both of us. And so this is going to be fun. And, and Becky, you are, um, you really kicked off this dialogue with that episode. And I really hope that you guys remember the feelings that you had when you listened to that episode, because identifying your truth and really starting to understand what is true for you is the first step. It is very key. And so what we're talking about here is what to do with that in terms of documenting. So buckle up. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. And and I love how you said what to do with it, because really to be inspired is one thing to be inspired and then document that and curate that inspiration in your life is quite a different thing. Well, it just and takes so, it to a whole new level, doesn't it? Does. It does. It really does. And so I am so excited to hear your inspiration on this topic. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to share it. But first, let's hear a quick word from this week's sponsor. Is anyone else experiencing this struggle in getting your kids to make their own beds? What? I know. We know that feeling all too well, which is why we love Betty's zip-up bedding so much. It's actually really cool to witness the motivation kids feel to make their bed, simply because they know it's so stinking easy and kind of even fun. Here's what it is and how it works. The fitted sheet, blanket, and comforter are all sewn together with durable, easy-to-use zippers, and the whole thing fits on your bed like a fitted sheet. Your bed looks perfectly put together with a fraction of the effort it takes to make a traditionally made bed. Have bunk beds? Uh, yeah. So this is 100% going to be your lifesaver. We've both been using beddies in our homes for a while now, and we can vouch for the outstanding quality even after regular washing and drying on a regular basis. It's super easy to unzip the parts for the laundry, then zip them back together when putting Betty's back on the bed. Check out the options at Betty's.com. That's B-E-D-D-Y-S. And you'll see so many cool designs to choose from and even some other products that we've come to love, like fantastic decorative pillows and even pajamas. Want to save 20% on your purchase? Enter Becky20 at checkout every time and all the time. All right. So like I said, make sure you go back and listen to episode, what did I say, Becky? 72. Thank you. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. So go back and listen to episode 72 about identifying your truth because it really is foundational for what we are talking about today in documenting your truth. Now I have come to learn in my life, and Becky, you have too, because we both 
really love words. We really love writing. And we, we see like the- to talk. We like to write. <laughs> I like to eat alphabet soup. All the things. <laughs> I haven't had that in a lot of decades. I write. <laughs> alphabet soup. Anyway, words are so important to us. And I have found that, you know, it's one thing to consume the words or think about the words or think the thoughts. But when you say them out loud or when you write them down or when you teach them or share them, it just takes on another level of that power of what it can mean in your life. And I know that resonates with a lot of you who are listening because you too love documenting. Um, And if you don't, if it's not something that resonates with you, that's okay too. But I hope with some of these ideas I'm going to share and some examples that I'm going to share that you will start feeling like you might have some inspiration for what this might mean for you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share six examples or six different ways of documenting what is truth for you, right? So once you've identified what is true, here's six different like angles with that. Because it's one thing Hmm. to say, oh, this is true, but let me just break it down and make it a little bit more palatable. Thank you. You're welcome. You're so good with that word. I'm good with words. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I didn't ask you ahead of time, Becky. So I'm going to just like test your knowledge. But number one is very simply put truths. Like, so when you think about what is true to you and Mm -hmm. you label that as a truth, I remember you saying that you keep a a section in your phone, like your notes, Mm -hmm. and that's where you write these things that are true for you. So where, can you just be more specific? Where exactly is that on your phone? So it is in the notes section on my phone. So I have an Apple device. It is a preloaded section entitled notes. Yeah. And I have several notes going all at the same time. One is my grocery list and this goes right next to my grocery list. Um, and it's things I know to be true. That's what, that's how you've labeled it. That's how I, well, it's actually not labeled, but it's a running list of, um, of just things that I've heard. It Mm -hmm. might be in a talk at church or something I've heard on a podcast, something I've read in a book, something in a conversation with friends, because I often find, um, my truths when I'm having conversations, when I'm verbally processing, when I'm writing. And so do you want me to read you? Well, what I was going to ask you to do, I I didn't realize that you were going to be able to pull it up so quickly because I didn't know where your phone was. So this is even better. So if you want to just pick one of those truths, because again, the episode 72 has a lot of this, but why don't you read us an example of one truth that you have written in that section? Okay. So first on the list is something that I was thinking about on a hike and I didn't want it to leave my head because it was really impactful. And I knew that if I didn't write it down, I was going to forget. So, um, one question I was asking myself on this hike is, am I willing to sacrifice indulging self-doubt so I can have the ability to move forward. Okay. Because I was thinking about self-doubt, how sometimes we get in victim mentality with self-doubt and how it becomes an indulgence. And it was something I was thinking about, not for anyone else, really just for me and the times when I get indulgent in self-doubt. And so I was thinking about, am I willing? What It says exactly, are you willing to sacrifice indulging self-doubt to move forward? Um, and it was kind of a question I was asking myself that I wanted to ponder more later. And so I wrote it in my things I know to be true. Okay. So what I like about the example that you pulled up, which you weren't prepared to do is that something that was true for you was actually in the form of a question. Mm-hmm. So let me just, that's perfect because I think this is a great opportunity to share with you, dear listener, dear friend, that this, there's not a perfect formula 
or a recipe that you have to follow a certain way. We're just inviting you to open your mind and open your heart for this can be whatever you want it to be, right? And I'm not going to keep it vague. I'm actually going to get really specific. But Becky writing a truth in the form of a question made perfect sense for her. And so that went into her notes section and with other things I know to be true. Mm-hmm. Boom. Done. Okay. So that's number one. Truths. Like just simple statements of what I know to be true. Number two, an idea is to write affirmations. Or I like to call them identity statements. Ooh, so basically, I like that. Thank you. So basically, this is... We all understand what affirmations are. Um, but I like to think of it as not just identity statements, but this is basically like who I am and how I live or who I want to be and how I want to live. Mm, I and like that's, that. that's kind of the idea with affirmations. And, and you probably don't know this, but Becky, I'm showing you right now. This is probably five or six pages long. This is my 2017 affirmations. Oh, who? I want to read it. This is not, you sure can. This is not a, an annual tradition. Every year, when everyone's thinking about resolutions, I like to think of a twist on resolutions. Because she's and a so, rebel like that. I'm just an animal over here. I'm a rebel. I don't do the traditional thing that a lot of people do because I go by inspiration, right? And so, and I'm not saying other people don't. I'm just saying, like, I love to creatively explore a different way of looking at my goals each year. So in 2017, I decided, you know what? This year, it's not going to be about goals I'm going to set or what I'm trying to achieve. I'm just going to write affirmations because this is how I want to live and who I want to be. So whether or not these were perfectly true, which, come on, seriously, no. Like, they're not going to be perfectly true. But I'm going to actually read to you some examples. So there are, let's see, there are seven categories. So this is, and we'll put this in the show notes because some of you may want to do this. I chose categories of relationships, work, money, spirituality, health, home, and balance. So I'm just going to read a few from each section, okay? Because I want to give actual examples of what I mean by affirmations or, like I said, identity statements. So under relationships, I put, my relationship with my husband is more important than any other human relationship. We prioritize weekly date night. So do you see how that statement is just this is to me it's who an we affirmation. Are, what we do. Yeah, it's who I am. It's what I do. It's how I view that particular relationship. Okay. Another statement I honor my role as a mother, and my children know and feel this wholeheartedly. They never have to wonder if they are more important to me than work or friends or hobbies. Okay. I recognize that traditions are grounding and special and significant in our lives. And I do my part to carry out and create traditions in our family. So let me interject here. Why am I writing these, these affirmations the way I am? Because these are things that I'm thinking about and these are ways that I want to be. These are ways that I want to exist and ways I want to behave and things that I want to choose. And so that, that's an example right there of me recognizing I want to be better about traditions. And so I wrote the affirmation with that language of this is who I am. This is how I feel about traditions. Hmm. Another example, I am a loyal friend who avoids gossip. I take a sincere interest in others and find value in learning from different people, regardless of how well or how little I know them. So this is me affirming to myself that this is the kind of friend I want to be. There's lots of different ways to be a friend, but I identified that truth in myself of what a loyal friend, what it look, what it looks like. And then I wrote it down. 
Um, one more thing I wrote under the category of relationships. I freely express admiration and gratitude and love to others. I don't hold back from sharing compliments. As I'm writing these things down, and I'm sure you guys can imagine this, right? As you're writing things down, they become true to you, right? So you're writing down affirmations, which means you're going to be more likely to actually live your life that way. That really is the whole concept, interestingly, of cultivate a good life and record it. Because when we record it, then it becomes true to us and it becomes what we're, it's almost like it's reverse accountability, Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you say, this is my truth, then you have to live up to it rather than Mm. reporting the thing that you've already done. So, well, yeah, I'm sorry. Let me just have this moment. Boom. Because that's what I felt when guess who said that to me? Someone in our community had made a comment on one of my Instagram posts with that reverse accountability. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's what it is. What Now what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say that sometimes I think what holds us back from writing things down and getting started on writing projects is we feel like when we write things down, it's like super permanent. And so it has to be like oh, that's a 100% point. true. And yeah. 100%, I have to be 100% sold on this idea that I am a loyal friend. Really what we're saying is you really can be working towards yes. being a loyal friend. That the very act of writing it down actually propels you in the direction you want to go. And so... I kind of hate the phrase fake it till you make it because I think there's a lot of untruth about that. However, in this instance, I will say that really like um, acting into the life you want is probably a much better way to say that, right? You start acting like the person you want to be or acting like the attribute you want to cultivate within yourself. Yes. Thank you for helping me like really formulate the words to express what I was trying to say because that yes to all of that for sure. And that's why that's why affirmations is one way to write and document your truth because you are you're working toward living up to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me read a few more examples. Um, under the category of work, I wrote, I am open-minded, a good listener, one who praises, one who shares correction slash counsel slash critique with kindness and full respect, all because of my desire to help each employee with their personal and professional development. What happened there? Well, I'm just kidding. I'm know. totally kidding. I just totally kidding. slipped down you. the slippery slope and just felt like I don't really, you know, I don't really care to invest in my people anymore. Right? So. I mean, <laughs> yikes. Another thing that I wrote is even when I am consumed with the busyness of day-to-day tasks, I do not lose sight of the bigger picture. Can you tell that once again, this is something I really wanted to work on because it's so easy to get caught up and sucked into the details. And so this was something I was working toward. Um, And then one more under the category of work, I used um, these words. I use social media for good. My little corner of cyberspace is a safe place where anyone of any age can come for inspiration on cultivating a good life and recording it. I share content that is uplifting, drama-free, and inspiring. That was important to me. Why was that important to me? Because I had seen drama, right? Or or content that was absolutely the opposite of uplifting. And so this was me identifying what felt right and true and good to me and writing it down. And then one last category, just, oh no, just kidding. A couple more categories because I really do want to give you examples. Um, in the category of money, I wrote very simply, I spend less than I make, period. Hey, that's a good thing. I am a responsible and grateful steward of our financial resources. I love that word. I am generous and use some of our resources to bless others. 
Under the category of spirituality, I wrote, I turn to the scriptures each day, which, hello, I'm never perfect about daily scripture study, Mm -hmm. ever. I try, and that's what I was aspiring to. That's what I am aspiring to. Am I I setting myself up for failure by writing these things down? I'm going to argue that I am not. It's giving me a goal to work toward, and I give myself lots of grace. That's what is important to me with affirmations. Yeah. Is making sure that you're giving yourself that grace. Um, anyway, I had said I turn to the scriptures each day as the main source of understanding how to be more Christ-like. I also wrote, I forgive easily. And when it doesn't come as easily, I pray for strength to forgive because I know I can't do it alone. Um, under the category of health, I wrote, I am my own advocate. Can you please just, can we take a moment to notice that I didn't say, I'm going to be 20 pounds lighter. Right. I'm going to be a thinner version of myself. No, right. no, 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 no. I am my own advocate. I watch for anything that doesn't seem quite right and I address it without delay. I listen to my body. I get things checked out. I stay on top of my regular medical, dental, and vision appointments. Um, another thing I wrote is I, oh, the, you're going to love this. I literally wrote these words. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I can enjoy all the yummy foods, but have total self-control of my portions, except when Wendy makes her fudge, then I eat all the fudge. <laughs> so true. Wendy Joy Howe oh. makes the most oh, insane it's so good. But I mean, there's just no words. And don't ask us for the recipe because nope. it's a secret family it's recipe. It's a secret family recipe <laughs> and no one can duplicate it. And it is sheer. It's liquid gold. It is. It's it is. so good. Um, okay. Just one quick example from the category of home. I'm just, I mean, the list is long, you guys. Like I said, it's five pages long because this was so important to me to write it down. So, um, but one from there is our home is a place of refuge, peace, joy, comfort, and happy memories for the five of us. And also for our guests. And then um, the last category of balance, I'll just choose one of those. Um, I value breaks. Evenings, weekends, especially the Sabbath day, holidays, taking actual real breaks from work and the usual day-to-day grind is important for my well-being and happiness. Okay. You get the idea? Affirmations. I get the idea. Okay. All right. So affirmations, or again, what I like to call them as identity statements. Mm -hmm. All right. So the next idea is choices. Have you ever written down your choices? I'm a little confused by this, so I'm going to need you to expound. You betcha. All right. So I got this DM from a follower on my Instagram account, and she said, this is so kind. And this one's kind of hard for me to talk about because I don't want it to come across as boastful, but you'll see what I mean. Okay. Sticking with me here. All right, so she wrote, I just want to say that in the earlier podcast photos, you didn't seem to shine quite as brightly as you do in the most recent photos. The life choices you made last year, although tough, look to have made a positive difference in photos. Your smile looks more relaxed and real, and you do seem to shine more. How sweet is that? It's sweet, and I will also add totally true. Oh, thanks. Well, it's hard to see that yourself, right? So Mm -hmm. when she said that... First of all, I felt very grateful that somebody took the time to express something so kind. Like, that's just, that's my love language, people. Like, I just, yes. it means so much to us, both of us, when people do that. And people do, because people are good. Um, but what I did is I took the opportunity to process what she was thinking about, not in an external validation sort of way, but I went introspective and I thought, huh, this wasn't the first or the last or most recent comment that I've seen like this. There are several people that have mentioned something similar, and I thought, you know what? 
I really, she mentioned specifically that even she acknowledged the life choices you made last year, although tough, look to have made a positive difference. I wanted to go through and do this mental exercise for myself. I wanted to actually articulate what choices I made in 2019 that have had apparently a positive effect on not just my smile, apparently, Mm -hmm. but my countenance. And so I wrote those down and I wrote them kind of right there on the spot and I shared them in Instagram. Like it was just such a fun thing. It's actually a safe highlight on my Instagram. I will not read all 10 of them to you, but I'm going to read a few of them because I want you were asking Becky, what do you mean by choices? This is what I'm saying. Identify some of the choices that you are making or have made that you know are blessing you significantly, Mm. write those down. Because you know who I want to see this list? Who? My children and my children's Mm. children. Like, yeah, it's having a positive effect and helping people on Instagram right now today in 2020. But let's talk about our posterity too. That's why some of these things we write that are on social media, it's got to be it's got to be preserved for right. our posterity. What were you going to say? Well, I love that how you talk about essentially looking back at how choices are blessing your life really is going back and like giving yourself credit for change that's already occurred. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we get in this, this place of like, okay, I want to write this list and I want to write affirmations and essentially it can go to a place of like things I want to change about myself, which some of that is so good. But when we really like wallow in that, so to speak, Mm. it can become kind of like paralyzing. And so I love how you say coupling that with looking at your choices and look at what you're already doing right. Because I think oftentimes we really discount things we're already doing right in the sake of like progression for progression's sake. Well, and don't you think that when people are writing resolutions, it's because of what they're not doing right or what they want to change? Totally. And that's, and so piggybacking with what you're saying, that's exactly what this is about. When you document your truth through documenting your choices and then the choices specifically that you've already made, that is, there's power in that because there, we are beating ourselves up too much. You guys, we just are not giving ourselves enough grace. And by the way, that kind of behavior, that kind of self-deprecation actually does not promote forward momentum. It actually kind of brings you back. It, it sets you back to where you were and takes you back to a place of being stuck and not able to move forward. So Mm -hmm. um, self-reflection and introspection is such a good thing. But when it turns to Mm self-deprecation, really, it's going to keep you stuck. And that is exactly why I was really struck when this um, message came from the follower that left that comment, because it led me to self-reflection. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of the whole point here. So just to read a few of those, uh, it was a list of 10, 10 of those. Um, One is, I made the choice to recognize that a pretty crazy experience with an anxiety attack was very clear communication from my body that I needed the push, I needed to push the pause button on work and focus on taking care of myself in a way that I had not done before. Mm -hmm. That was a choice, right? So that's why I love like articulating that into words. Um, Another choice that I made, let's see, number five, I made the choice to stop making decisions based on fear. I am better than I ever have been about making decisions based only in love. And for the record, I honestly did not think that I was making decisions based on fear. Mm -hmm. It was empowering to realize that and to make the course correction. Yeah. Um, And then I'll just read another one. I, let's see. 
I number eight, I have always tried to spiritually progress and stay strong that way in my life. There are so many ways this is done. Church attendance, serving others, scripture study, prayer, etc. This past year, I made the choice to increase my temple attendance, which is, by the way, a specific way that I choose to worship. Um, and this has blessed my life tremendously. I feel an abundance of peace and clarity when I am in the temple. And the more I go, the more joy I feel in my life. Mm. And I'm just going to read one more bonus because it's one line. Number, okay. You'll love this one, number nine. I hydrate better than I used to. Yeah, Truly, you do. More water every day. That's all right for darn sure. So you guys think about the choices that you're already making, that you've already made, that have had a positive impact on your life. Write them down. Write them down. When is the last time that you've done that? Okay. The fourth way that we can look at documenting our truth is by way of proclamation. That's kind of a big word. That is I mean, what word. does proclamation mean? It means to proclaim, right? Mm-hmm. So think about something that you want to proclaim. Now, another way that people might word this is a declaration or a mission statement. Raise or your an hand. anthem. Oh, sure. Ooh, I'm going to write that down. And then you could set it to music if you really wanted to. Oh, dang. Have you already done that? Do you no, have an but anthem? I darn well should. You probably should. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, yes. take these ideas and make them yours. Make them work for you. Personalize it in a way that makes sense for you. So the example I want to share here is that for about 700,000 years. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's quite a lot of years. I mean, I knew you were old, but geez. <laughs> I'm exaggerating significantly because it's like so ridiculous to me how long I've been thinking we need to have a family mission statement, like an actual official, you guys, this is totally the all or nothing mentality. Right. And so what have I done for those seven bazillion Vacillate over years? the best way to do a mission statement and the importance of a mission statement and never actually write a mission statement. I don't know what you're talking about. Just it's saying. as if you knew I never wrote a mission statement. <laughs> Dude, what is my problem? Like, of all people, can't you picture Becky Higgins being the kind of person that, like, mm-hmm. writes a mission statement for their family? Well, anyway, I haven't, right, until this year. Why? Because I decided that instead of calling it a mission statement, which felt too big, I don't know. It felt like we it had felt to like research. you had to get it a hundred percent correct because it's final right. and stone forever and ever, changing the trajectory of our lives. <laughs> Correct or incorrect? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's like you know me. Okay, so guess what I decided to do instead? I decided to use the word proclamation, the Higgins family proclamation, because all it is was sitting down and saying, we proclaim this. We're proclaiming this about who we are as a family and our family culture. And so I sat down as I like to do with my family. I didn't make it like super official. I just, we were having like family council style kind of conversation. I said, Hey, people that I love the most, I have been thinking about this way too long. I haven't been acting on it. So I think one of the reasons I've been putting this off is I feel like we all need to like really put our, you know, bring our best game, sit around the table, bring our best ideas, brainstorm the heck out of this and come up with something. Do you think that that's how we should do it (laughs) or should I simplify and just maybe come up with a draft that's based on what our principles are as a family and as a culture and then you guys review it? Well, what do you think their response was? Obviously. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like they were all unanimously looking at me like, is this seriously a choice? Right. Mom, just for the love, just do what you feel like you need to do. So 
Um, this is a proclamation that I am not reading in its entirety. And it's, it's broken down into, I think it's about a dozen statements. And so it's very like, it was easy for me. Let me say this again. These are statements. These are not like massive paragraphs. Mm -hmm. These are statements that are bite-sized. And it's almost like, it's almost like, what what was the word that you used earlier? Palatable? And palatable, yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I was able to approach it. So let me just give you a few examples. These are randomly selected out. So I'm not going to read it from the very beginning um, all the way through. But one of the statements or, yeah, statement says, we each have very individual and divine gifts, traits, and talents. We honor and celebrate that we are each unique and we draw upon the strengths of one another. So do you see how this is, a? am proclaiming, we are proclaiming that this is a part of how we operate as a family. Mm-hmm. And by articulating that, we are keeping this in the back of our minds so that when we do start feeling judgmental about our differences or we are undermining someone's talent or whatever, that we remember, whoa, 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 whoa hold on. We actually are each different and we draw upon the strengths of one another. We don't put each other down for our weaknesses, right? Right. So a couple other statements from this. Um, uh, we support one another as we are each on a unique path that will ultimately lead us back to our heavenly home. We cheer each other on. We do not dismiss, disregard, or disrespect other opinions. We each have an equal voice and love counseling together. Every person in our family adds tremendous value. I love that. Another statement. We are grateful. We actively look for opportunities to feel and express gratitude, and we don't hold back from that expression with each other, with other people, and especially with Heavenly Father. And then um, I'll just read the very end of this proclamation. We recognize that we come from a deep line of incredible people. Our ancestors are cheering us on. Likewise, we are establishing our own family legacy that will live on for generations and bless future generations of our family. We are an eternal family. We know it. We love it. We live it. That's the end of the proclamation. Love. The Higgins Family Proclamation. So just kind of, you know, anthem... Family mission statement, declaration, proclamation, like whatever you want to call it, but make it like solid. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, make really... it yours. Make it yes. make it what your family needs um, and what makes sense for you. For sure. Okay. Points five and six are both way short. Um, and this, you're going to love this. Remember the episode with my parents, the, the bonus sure episode? Sure do. Episode 75. So in that episode, you'll remember that my dad shared a list of his seven values. So that is my fifth idea to share. Thanks, dad, for the inspiration is documenting your truth can look like documenting your values. This is still different to me than affirmations um, and choices. It's just here are an order of importance. They're really pillars and they're foundational pillars that which you build everything else upon. I love it. And that's exactly what my dad said about his seven values. And he listed these. He actually wrote this in 1991. And he wrote this in descending order of importance to him. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. This is all about what is personal and true for you and his list. And the, and I'm saying, I'm going to repeat what he had shared in that episode because this is how he actually articulated it in um, full sentences. Mm-hmm. Number one, I will have a close relationship with my heavenly father. 
Number two, I will have a mutually loving relationship with my wife and children. Number three, I will be influential in helping others change their lives for the better and becoming happier. Number four, I will be organized and dependable. Number five, I will be excellent in my chosen profession. Number six, I will be physically fit. Number seven, I will be financially sound. And he even added at the end, have I achieved all of these? No, but having these in front of me, and I'm going to add, having these documented, he continues, helped me focus on what is important. Okay. I love that. And I love the fact that he documented then you're reading that as his daughter. I'm also reading that. So I'm inspired by his mm-hmm. uh, by his list and thinking of my own list. I just love the cyclical nature of that. Is Me too. You know, you write something and then it becomes reality. And then you even read something that you wrote back and it becomes even more real to you and ingrained in you. And then someone else reads what you've written and it opens up possibilities for them. And then they write and it becomes truth for them. And around and around we go and it... It's really quite a special thing. It is. It's a special thing, guys, and there's a reason why we document. It really just, I think it's even more significant than any of us can realize. And so that brings me to point number six, or idea number six. Another way to document your truth is to document a prayer. Now, I've never Hmm. done this. I still Hmm. haven't done it. I'm sharing this idea with you that... You know, remember Wendy's Fudge that we were talking about? Oh, I definitely Okay, so we're talking about Wendy Howe. She's a part of the BH team. She manages customer service, and she happens to also be one of our very dearest friends. Wendy is a phenomenal human being and one of the most faith-filled women that I've known in my life. Mm. And I saw her post on Instagram a while back her biggest prayer for 2020. And I thought, you know what? What a cool thing. It's very short, and I will read it to you because she put it publicly. Um, It's it's a super short, super succinct definition of what she has chosen as her biggest prayer. How cool is this? She says, my biggest prayer for 2020 is for myself and my loved ones to have an increase of Christ's spirit in our lives, to be able to discern truth have protection from evil, and have a greater capacity to love all people and therefore feel peace in a tumultuous world. Isn't that beautiful? Hmm. And Wendy, you know, writing this down, and she doesn't know that I'm even sharing this. I'll make sure that I, you know, reciprocate by taking her some yummy, delicious treats since she has fed my family fudge many, many, many times. Um, But I want her to know how grateful I am that she articulated her prayer because I feel like forget about how that has positively affected me. I feel like writing that down is going to be such a gift for her posterity. And I know Mm -hmm. I've, you know, I've already mentioned that and I'm mentioning it again because I think that as we round out this episode, which is a little shorter than our typical episode, um, I think that we, we underestimate sometimes the power of documenting not only for ourselves, and what it can mean to us in our own personal development and personal growth and personal evolution and really understanding and coming to understand what truly is true for us. But most of us will have or do have posterity. And can you even imagine what that is to be the recipient of things like this to be in writing? Yeah. And a quick review on those six ideas. Number one, truths. 
Number two, affirmations or identity statements. Number three, choices. Number four, proclamation. Number five, values. And number six, prayer. And I'm just going to add one more thing. If you're wondering, okay, so, because I know you guys, right? Like I've known some of you for a really long time in this community of documenters especially, you're probably wondering, okay, you're telling us and suggesting that we documenting that, or excuse me, that we document. What does that even mean? And this is what I want to say. Please don't make it bigger or more complicated than it needs to be. What I have done with everything that I have documented and these examples that I've shared, you guys, they are documents. They're just a simple document on my computer and and keeping them all safe in in a place that I know is going to not be lost. And and Becky and I have already hinted about this. And there's no formal announcement about release and things like that, but we do have courses that are coming up, online courses and audio courses that will help you know what to do with the actual written word in a way that can be presented and shared. And so I'm not going to go there in this episode because there really is so much more to share about that. But I'm telling you, prepare yourself by if you're feeling inspired and you know that you want to begin writing these truths, these choices, these values, the prayer, the whatever, write them, create documents, create a separate document for each um, package of truth or story that you want to share or whatever, and just keep a folder in your computer or in Dropbox. Or even on your phone, in the notes sure. section on your phone like I do. Yeah. Anywhere that makes sense for you, keep that place of documents, of words, of stories, of these things, so that as we are prepared to share so much more with you in 2020, you're going to be ready to hit the ground running with existing content. And yes, yes. I'm saying that word because that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So there, I said it. Like, I love it. Get ready. So this is... This is true for me. Like what I'm sharing and what we're talking about, it's true for me on a very personal level because I've seen the blessings in my life from writing these things down. Write the things down, guys. It's really, it doesn't have to be a big project. Well, and maybe this is the takeaway is you don't have to be a writer to write the things down, right? No, you and don't have to be a writer. It's really the act of just figuring yourself out, taking ownership of your life and truly, truly cultivating your best life. That's right. Absolutely. Friends, thank you for carving out the time to listen and for joining us in this continued conversation about cultivating and recording a good life. Nothing we have said is more important than the specific things you have felt that are personal for you. We invite you, hello, to write down those promptings you feel and most importantly, act on them. We love you. We're cheering you on and we look forward to being with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. and dip squeeze me that was a vocal exercise do it again i you're gonna record me no i'm not hickama hickama hickama
I like the jicama and dip. The jicama and dip is delicious. I love the jicama and dip. <laughs> that was my, I thought it was like that was my vocal thing. exercises. Like me, mamu, mamu, me, mamu. <laughs> okay. It's always more fun when there's food involved. 